0: Welcome to Shun and Flop Chibi, a First Impressions mini-episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in-depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as
1: usual, is my co-host David. Say hi, David! Hi, David! You got it! I learned from your feedback from the last chibi. I'm proud of you. So now Jordan's like in every intro, David's gonna look really, really stupid.
0: That's the complete design of this show. Fucking nailed it. But speaking of which, hi,
1: David, uh, what series are we covering this week? We are talking about High School Family, and if you can't tell, I'm very excited about talking about it.
0: Well, that's not the full title. It's High School Family Kokusei Kazaku, which I only say because I found out the hard way it is impossible to
1: just Google High School Family. Did you know that? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That was probably very smart. They added the subtitle because otherwise, yeah, it's a very generic name yeah. for a manga.
0: Well, I think that's
1: just what it's called in
0: Japan, Kokusei Kazuku.
1: Interesting. I know sometimes, like with Matama, they add subtitles as like part of the branding and it's not intended of the original series. That's my guess, though, is that maybe they couldn't copyright just High School Family. It's created by Ryu Nakama. Like One Piece, my Nakama? Sure. Ryu Friendship. By the way, I don't think we actually said, but just a heads up, listeners, we are going to be doing another recommendation episode because High School's Family is still running. But this is a series, much like Mashal and Chainsaw Man, we think everybody should read. is just a lot of fucking fun. You probably heard about us already talking about it in our previous episode on Phantom Seer, where we really wanted to talk more about High School Family than Phantom Seer. So fuck it. We're just doing an episode about High School Family so we could finally read something really good. This
0: series rules. No spoilers. Or you know what? No. Spoilers for the episode are on the fucking table because this is not a flop. This is a fucking recommendation episode. We do love this stupid fucking series.
1: Yeah. Before we though go into why we kept reading after the first chapter, why don't we talk about what happens in the first chapter and what our initial impressions were when we read it. Kitaro
0: Ayatani is a 15-year-old boy getting ready to start his first day of high school. But just as he's about to leave, he's confronted by his father, a middle-aged man with a strange face named Ichiro, who reveals that he will also be attending high school. Kataro starts freaking out, but is interrupted by his little sister Haruka, who reveals that she, too, will be attending high school, and that they will be bringing their really weird-looking cat named Gomez, who is dressed in his own school uniform. Kataro then tries to complain to his mom Shizuka, but... As you probably already guessed, she too is going to high school. The chapter ends with a mortified guitar walking to high school for the first time with his significantly happier family in tow.
1: Yeah, that's really what all that happens. This one was kind of weird where usually in Shonen Jump, The first chapter is like a big triple chapter. It's usually 50 to 60 pages. This one was just a straight like 18 pages. So that's all they do is it's just him getting ready for his first day of school and finding out everyone, including Gomez, the cat. Oh, I love Gomez. We're going to talk about Gomez a lot in the main episode, I'm sure. But yeah, so they're all going to high school with him. So we don't actually see him actually attending high school with his family just yet. But stay tuned because I have a pretty strong feeling that's what's going to happen because I have read this series. So I literally know what's going to happen next. (laughs) David's cheating. I am. Yeah. So unfortunately, I really was tempted to like give some predictions and be like super accurate for the first like 20 chapters and be like, oh, I also read all those chapters. So that probably <laughs> helped with my guess. But I thought that was a little too silly. Because if I keep being right about my guesses, people are going to think I am cheating. So I was like, oh, I can't put that in the mix.
0: <laughs> no, totally. You actually would be cheating here. Yeah. So one thing I did want to point out about this series, and it's very apparent in the first chapter. First of all, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing, the big thing is there's almost like a political angle here that I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. The reason why Kotaro's parents want to be high schoolers is because they both have middle school education. Because in Japan, it's not as simple where it's just like, oh, you graduated middle school, now you go to high school. You have to get into high school. Yeah, There are a bunch of people in Japan, a bunch of older people who absolutely wanted to have that next rung of education, but they just were unable to do so.
1: Yeah, it's like how in America there's a ton of people that don't
0: have college education. Exactly. It's very similar to how we do college here. It's just that in Japan, it starts at high school. Oof, God. I don't even know what I would have done if I had to have dealt with that bullshit oh god it would have been awful so obviously the manga is not trying to be like super overtly political it's not like a hard hitting takedown of society but that element is there it's like how Breaking Bad only works because the US healthcare system is so bad that it pushed the main character to start selling meth sorry for spoiling Breaking Bad everybody
1: what a fucking great show yeah how dare you spoil the first episode of a TV show (laughs) much like how we're spoiling the first chapter of this manga. (laughs) The first episode of the most watched TV show of the 2010s. (laughs) I love that show. But anyway, so Jordan, though, really, what would you say in the first chapter made you say, yeah, I'll keep reading. Well, first of all, the dad's face. (laughs) His dad's face
0: is so great. It's such a weird looking face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love how first chapter I was like, three color photos, and one of them is just, like, a very staunch look at the dad looking at his son telling him he's going to high school.
0: Stoic is how I would describe it, you know? There's one panel where it's just his dad with this weird face looking completely deadpan, talking to his son and just saying, Kitaro, today your dad starts high school. And I was immediately, I'm reading this. Yeah, I am fucking on board. You got me.
1: I also love how the last color page is like a family photo. And I really appreciate that. One thing if I ever made a series is I would really want to establish like what the official colors of characters are early on. So there's not confusion because I've seen a lot of issues with that. Yeah. So I really appreciate they're like, here is a full body view of the entire cast in color. So you know exactly what they're supposed to look like.
0: It's definitely not going to be as confusing with high school family as as it would be with like, say Jojo when they do it. Because like, how many different colors can you give these people? You know, they're just wearing kind of the same uniforms every day, you know, but I do
1: think it's nice. I agree. It's not hard to tell the characters apart, especially because dad is like a foot taller than his son.
0: The dad's a foot taller than his son. He's got that weird face. The mom is an attractive anime woman. Kataro is Kataro. He's just like a teenager. His little sister is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I love his little sister. She's just this defiant, smart six-year-old little girl. Yeah,
1: I actually was rereading it again. I noticed that there is some masterful paneling work in this series. Every single thing from the paneling, the layout, to the actual art style chosen was intentionally on purpose. This isn't like one where he literally can't draw better than this. I would not be surprised if the person who draws high school family actually can draw if he needs to. Here's the thing. A lot of comic book
0: artists and a lot of pen and ink artists, you can tell how good they actually are at art by how they handle clothing. Because clothing is really fucking difficult. But this artist, when you look at how he does it, the faces look funny, but he has the correct folds there. Like, to give you an example, in Beast Children, when you would have arms and legs, the form that would be described by the lines, they would just open and close at very strange angles, making it look like, oh, that's not actually describing the correct thickness, thickness, whereas... The High School Family Guy, no, that that's absolutely describing that body part correctly, I would say. Yeah. Oh, I did want to say something about Phantom Seer. I mentioned this to you, but after I read uh, a series called Phantom Seer, there's like a period of time where I'm like, is it me? Do I just not like manga? Have I just grown out of it or something? But then I read High School Family and like, no, oh, no, no, that series just sucked.
1: Yeah, I, like, sometimes people, like, read series that make me really think, like, man, should I keep doing this show? Then we read, like, High School Family, I'm still back in it, baby. Like, I remember we had a really long streak where we read bad series, and I was like, dude, we gotta read some series that are not dog shit, because we keep saying everything is a flop. (laughs) Hey, man, if it is, it is. I know, right? Shonen Jump doesn't want me to keep saying their
0: shit is bad. They got to start making shit that isn't bad. Which they have, as we're talking about, hey.
1: Exactly, I am actually really surprised the series has already made it to like 35 chapters. We'll see, it's still got probably in our six months where it's gonna be a question if it gets canceled or not. But I think if it makes it past chapter 50 or 60, then they'll just keep it in the long run.
0: At the very least, there'll be a point where if it gets canceled, it'll be like, well, it had a really good run.
1: Yeah, this was just a fun series
0: do you have any gauge on its popularity? Do you think it's in danger of being canceled?
1: Here's the problem. No one in the West seems to talk about this series. Everything else comes up like Sakamoto days, but I was checking in like this series has like three reviews. That's so sad. Yeah, this is really like a gem that I really wish more people were aware of because it's just such a fun series. Like I don't even know if it has a dedicated subreddit.
0: David, I just realized we haven't mentioned Gomez. Fuck, dude.
1: We gotta talk about fucking Gomez. That's the main reason. So Gomez the cat, fucking love him. He's the body of a cat, but he has like an anime person face on it. And it just looks really fucking cursed.
0: The author is drawing this cat incorrectly. On purpose. God, there's one panel. I think it's actually in the second chapter. So sorry for spoilers where Gomez is just sitting in the main character's mother's arms and his arms are crossed. (laughs)
1: Like just in a way that a cat would never, ever do. I mean, my favorite Gomez thing was from like a chapter like a month ago. There's like a shot of the classroom and Gomez is just sitting really casually in his high school uniform, like at a desk with his sleeves rolled up and his paws are just on his face. Like, you know, when you put your elbow on the table and your hand (laughs) on your face, he's just sitting like that, like really relaxed. And it makes no sense for a cat once to have rolled up its own sleeves or to how it can naturally be sitting like that. And it's just such a casual pose that they just play it off completely straight. By the way, in this series, everyone knows Gomez is a cat. Just no one really questions it. It's not like one of those like, oh, we're just going to say he's like a really weird looking person. No, they know he's a fucking cat. Yeah. Which just makes it even better.
0: One of the funniest things about this series is that the only one who really thinks a lot of this shit is weird is Kataro.
1: Yeah. Everyone else thinks it's perfectly normal for, you know, like a 50 year old man to be, you know, on a high school volleyball team. I love it. Jordan, you love it. It's going to be a challenge to nitpick, probably much like Chainsaw Man, really what the issues were of the series. But, you know, we made this series because we enjoy a challenge. Yeah. Fuck it. Everyone should read this series.
0: The series rules. This is definitely one of those series that I would recommend to somebody who doesn't like manga. It's so fucking weird, and it's so not what you would expect from a Shonen Jump manga. It's like Mora King in that sense. It is refreshing. It's also a little bit worrying, because I fear for this manga's future. I want to protect it. I would be very sad if this gets cancelled. It's like Spirit Busters and fucking Mora King and fucking...
1: I can't think of any other ones, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these all pull from the same well of manga style. Would you actually, in hindsight, do you think that Bone Collection was like a really shitty version of this type of manga?
0: Bone Collection tried to be three or four different things, and all of them were shit. I think there was a brief period where Bone Collection might have been doing something... That was somewhat similar to this manga in terms of gags, but that was when they weren't trying to be Bleach, and it was such a lower quality that it just doesn't remind me of it at all.
1: That's fair. Oh, I got that
0: Yeah, so next, on the normal episode, we have a six-word summary. However, for this series, we are only reading one chapter, so we simply have a single word, a power word. David, what is your power word for this series?
1: Do you want to take a guess? I, I feel pretty good you might know what I'm going to say. Gomez? Yes, that's what I had written <laughs> down as Gomez. By the way, so on our Discord, we have custom emojis. I think we have emojis from like four series. We have it from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Gurren Lagon, and then we have Gomez <laughs> as our <laughs> anime manga custom emojis for the Discord. So we just spam Gomez's emoji sometimes <laughs> in the Blessed Images chat. Yeah, how about you, Jordan? This one's tough
0: because, like, I don't want to just say hilarious because that sucks. That tells you nothing. Clever it's fucking clever like it's a very understated series crazy stuff is happening but it's played straight yeah a lot of the time it knows that it's obvious enough where it doesn't have to push (laughs) a joke until it's it just isn't funny anymore you know
1: oh yeah this series if it was made by someone worse they would just tread these jokes into the ground i imagine they would have like a million like oh the dad is old or like they would have done like the cliche of being like gomez is you know, he's French, and you know, or some dumb shit that like you see in like, <laughs> a lot of shitty kids movies where they have to like bring an animal to school. He's my cousin from the old country. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that stuff like how everyone owns who they are, everyone knows the dad is like 50 years old. Everyone knows Gomez is a cat. There's just a lot of development and warmth. Also, this series is just very wholesome. Yeah, this is a series where if you have a bad day, if you want to read something that, you know, is just going to be a fun time like this series is low stakes. It's just people going to high school and having a good time. There's some excitement that happens, but ultimately, nothing really matters in this series that you have to stress about.
0: Yeah, no, this is a very easy to read series. It's a very enjoyable series, and it's a lot of fun. One of my favorite jokes that we didn't mention is just how um, Kataro is like, Wait, you took high school entrance exams? And his dad's like, Yeah, I was sitting behind you.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was talking about is when his dad says that, his speech bubble covers who is sitting behind him. And then a few <laughs> pages later, it turns out his sister was sitting behind his dad. And the bubble is positioned exactly to hide that fact until it's ready for the joke, which I thought was also an example of you have to be very, very good at what you do to have done something like that.
0: Yeah, no, this is somebody who very much understands how comics work and how to tell jokes because this series has amazing comedic timing.
1: Yeah, and it's also just the series is really great with show don't tell where yeah, there is a lot of dialogue, but the dialogue is never redundant. It's just everything like how the mom shows that she got in just simply by showing her diploma like everyone else did and not over explaining it or saying like she was an entrance exam too, which would have really overdone the joke.
0: Yeah, one of my favorite moments. It is like not even one of the most bombastic ones. It's just the dad laying down with like his hand on his forehead like wow, your dad's finally going to be a high schooler.
1: (laughs) 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 oh man
0: all right (laughs) yeah a lot to say about this series but yeah we should uh we should move on q
1: a time q a all right boys girls or non-binaries let's get into the q a so because we actually cut a few of the sections we are going to do an extra long q a just to make up for episode ROS being shorter if you are interested in having your question answered you can always tweet at us you can email us at shonenflop at gmail.com or post on our Discord where we have a dedicated Q&A section. As always, if you DM us on Twitter, or if you send us an email and you don't explicitly say, hey, you can put our name in, we will just say where we got it from. Otherwise, we'll say because we assume if you're posting it publicly, you're fine with people knowing that you sent us that question. The first question comes from the Discord, and we have a brand new question asker, Xylon, who asked, you currently have the rank certified flop, flop, and not a flop. Have you ever considered adding any further rankings for series in the future? For example, a ranking for something that you think is barely a flop, or one that you think is so good that you'd be shocked it was so short and deserves something above not a flop. Jordan, what do you think?
0: So we have kicked around this idea once or twice of having a barely a flop label, I think. But I'm a little worried about uh, overcomplicating it, the the certified flop thing I felt like it came out naturally if we feel like we are constantly reading manga that are like just barely flops we'll make that but I feel like for most of them it has been like no this is a flop
1: yeah so my thought is I already view just a straight flop ranking to be if you're like a 5 or a 6 where you're an inoffensive series like I would never read you recreationally and then the certified flop is one that is objectively like I really wasted my time having to read this barely a flop is already what I consider just the a straight flop
0: yeah like i might consider a new tier for being barely not a flop but i also just feel like that's what not a flop is
1: to be honest we don't read a lot of series that are not flops so it's like hard to dignify like that's also why we have is this the best we've read so far to really highlight it because that conversation really demonstrates like for instance like the gap between time paradox ghost rider samurai 8 and Morking isn't i would say really big because it's already a pretty big hurdle to be called not a flop
0: Yeah, I I would agree. They are comparable. It it doesn't feel like there is an extra tier. I I will say on my personal tier list, I have an extra tier for uh, Time Paradox Ghost Rider. It's just the Time Paradox Ghost
1: Rider tier. (laughs) It's one step below the Chainsaw Man tier.
0: Yeah, well, I don't even have Chainsaw Man on there because that's like not fair. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you for that question. All right, next we have, what is your favorite manga running in Weekly Shonen Jump that is not One Piece? And that was sent to us by email.
0: David, you are far more caught up with uh, Shonen Jump than I am. I unfortunately don't read a lot of the series that we don't do for the show. So Mm -hmm. what would you say that your current favorite running Shonen Jump manga is?
1: I think for a long time I would have said Dr. Stone, but the America art really was kind of like, it's not bad, but it's like seven out of 10 when the series is normally a 10 out of 10. I would say right now the first series I read after One Piece has been Mashal, where Mashal is really, really picked up. It still is keeping the comedy. The art has picked up dramatically. The plot is getting really interesting because as we talked about the creator of Mashal for a long time probably thought he was going to get canceled because he kind of made it as like a joke series. And now it's selling really well. I wouldn't be surprised if an anime isn't announced in 2022 or 2023. So that's really where I've been reading, where now it's actually starting to get really, really interesting. It's all us. Yeah. We did it. We did it. How about you, Jordan?
0: Technically, Chainsaw Man is still running. It's just on hiatus. We joke a lot. Well,
1: actually, it's not a weekly a Jump series anymore. Fuck. I would figure we we're going to say Hunter Hunter because that's technically still running.
0: Then I will fucking say Hunter Hunter because <laughs> Hunter Hunter rules. Hunter
1: Hunter is better than One Piece. Fucking fight me. That sounds like that will be a fun Patreon episode to have you and me just argue about what's better, Hunter Hunter or One Piece. And I'll win. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Next question is, who would your dream guest for Shonen Floppy? be? spend a lot of time
0: thinking about this uh i'm not even gonna ask david because it's super eye patch (laughs) wolf david has been clear since day one the ultimate goal of shonen flop is to get super eye patch wolf on an episode that is absolutely david's goal
1: we have had guests ask if they can do zombie powder and we always have to say nope we're saving it for super eye patch wolf if he ever sends us an email says sure boys i'll be on your show
0: (laughs) i tried to go a different route so On one hand, the unfortunate thing with doing a manga podcast is that the people I would really want to talk to, the manga creators, there is a huge uh, language gap. Like, sure, I would love to say, oh, oh, yeah, let's have a Rocky on. But like, I don't (laughs) think we'd be able to really have much of a conversation, unfortunately. Yeah. At least not in this way.
1: We can have Tucker as a translator.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the guy that I wanted to have on here, who I think my dream would be, would probably be Alan Moore.
1: I I like how you stay modest.
0: This is a far-reaching one. I don't think we're gonna get Alan Moore on here. I'm just saying, like, if I could have anybody... It would be either Alan Moore or Grant Morrison, honestly. I just... I was gonna say
1: that. Yeah, Grant Morrison or Neil Gaiman would be great.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I would really like to hear a really good comic book author their opinions on a shitty manga series. I think that it would
1: be interesting. You know what? Neil Gaiman, though, he actually is, like, active on Twitter. Fuck it. We'll tweet at him and see if he'll be on the show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, why not?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be, be awesome. Fuck it, let's do it. Next up is from the Discord. It's from Chifalgar Wolfwood, Gomez the cat, or Iggy the dog from Jojo Part 3. It's Gomez. I think Gomez is a better person. Yeah, Gomez definitely did better in high school than Iggy.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. Also, Iggy's a
1: dick. Iggy's a dick, but he did have one of the best fights in Part 3. I mean, look, I do
0: love me some Iggy. Iggy's also gross as fuck. Gomez is a sweet cat. He just looks weird.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and he just sits like a person. (laughs) He's a very sweet boy. He's just weird as fuck to look at. Also, fun fact about Iggy, if you watch the first opening of JoJo Part 3, there's a part where you see a bunch of stars. And there is one star that is meeting up with the rest of, like, the shooting stars. And that represents Iggy. Because there's five stars together going over the horizon and one coming in from the right in part of the theme song when they show, like, Earth.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Also, Iggy gets fucking ganked because he's a dog in a JoJo series. We had a friend over, our mutual friend Blake, yesterday. And I was explaining to him that dogs in JoJo constantly die. He'd never noticed it before. And then I realized wait, the dog in part
1: 4 is already dead.
0: Oh god. <laughs> That's why he doesn't get killed. He's already dead. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Araki, though, this comes from BS in the Discord saying, what made you guys choose BT instead of a couple other short series Araki made? So actually, this came from Tucker. Tucker, from start to finish, picked what we were going to talk about. Originally, we thought about doing some of his other series, but after reading it and realizing just because Araki has so much JoJo stuff to talk about, that I made a decision and said, hey, let's just do Cool Shock BT because I definitely felt confident we were going to have an hour and a half of material. And we recorded for like two hours. So I was very right in my assumption that we didn't need to talk about anything else he's done. Yeah. I would certainly say it might be fun as like bonus content to go back to some of the other one shots he's done. I would love to check out Gorgeous Irene. Yeah. That was the next one we were going to do if we included more than BT. I feel like that was also just a very
0: interesting place to look at Iraqi from. It was just a very interesting snapshot of the kind of writer he was, because the kind of writer he was was kind of apparent from the absolute very beginning.
1: Exactly. And then our final question comes from Holly91. Hassan, great guy. He was on the show. Hassan's wonderful. The nicest guy in podcasting, as I like to call him. So he asks, what flop do you think nothing can save?
0: It's SWAT. Here's the thing, there's just nothing in SWAT. If somebody mentions Tokyo Shinobi Squad to me, or Bone Collection, I can remember things about that. Those made me angry, but that is still producing, like, some kind of emotion. You tell me to remember SWAT? Here's what I remember about SWAT. The main character is an asshole nerd, his friend wore a Met hat from Mega Man, and they had a third friend who was a girl with big titties. That's all I remember about SWAT.
1: Do you remember when I had to keep telling Aaliyah to make the boobs bigger? Because she kept drawing them at like regular sizes and she would like keep sending me back like, listen, Aaliyah, you don't understand how extremely unnecessarily oversized the boobs on this girl are. This is not like a tasteful drawing here. She suffered a lot of emotional trauma from having to deal with that. Thank you for your service Aaliyah. Aaliyah's great. I however will say Phantom Seer has no reason to exist so it is like SWAT where nothing of interest happens but SWAT at least was a setting like a a high school student's fighting that we hadn't covered. This series is literally what if someone made Matsuma Security Busters a not funny Siri. <laughs> so anyway thank you everyone for your questions i really appreciate everyone's come in we love being able to answer these questions it's always so difficult when someone sends it in that we don't answer them on the spot so that just shows how great the questions you guys send in are but yeah i think that wraps it up Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. I greatly appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day to hear what we have to say about fucking manga. Uh, yeah. Tune in next week for the full episode on High School Family. You can find us at ShonenFlop.com or on Twitter at ShonenFlopcast. Check us out. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Basically, anywhere you get podcasts, we're probably there. We'll see you next week. And David, keep on flopping, floppers.